everybody, and welcome to the Natch 20 Review. I'm your host, Instaku. With me today is... I'm not talking. You have to introduce yourself for the podcast. I'm Pookie. I'm Shadow Course. I'm Units. And today we are reviewing StarCraft Risk. So, the description. Who wants some? The Caprulu sector is being ravaged by war. You must stand against your enemies as one of the three powerful races. Will you choose the advanced and mysterious Protoss, the rugged and tenacious Terran, or lead the ravenous Zerg swarm? No matter which race you choose, you will fight for your very survival. The war for galactic supremacy begins now. In this version of Risk, players are controlling the three factions from the StarCraft game. In a battle to control the sector, the players recruit and mobilize their units in order to gain control of the various areas on the board. The battle is resolved using dice, as in regular Risk, but also has special power cards which are given to players who, gain, who control certain areas on the board. As in traditional Risk, players move troops and attack into territories on the board and face off with opponents in dice battles where higher roles eliminate opposing forces, with tied roles favoring the defending troops. It includes four ways to play. Basic training, which is for three to six players, where the players start in preset map in a, on a preset map and strive to collect three achievements, controlling certain areas, conquering ten territories in one turn, etc. Command room, which is again for three to six players, is similar to basic training, but the players get to set up the map in their own way, placing mineral fields, uh, which makes certain territories worth more than others, and placing their starting units by themselves. Total domination, which is for two to six players. Which is the closest to the original risk, the players play until one player controls the entire map. And team play, which is for four to six players, which is a variant of command room, playing 2v2 or 3v3. Now, there are differences that we will highlight between StarCraft risk and regular risk. One of the main differences is the power cards and the achievements. Two of the main differences, I should say. There are achievements. Yeah, so... Uh, StarCraft Risk include, uh, in, introduces achievements, which are basically little uh, additional boosts you get for completing certain objectives that are listed when you start the game. Things like control all the territories on one planet, can take over an entire planet in one move without having started on the planet, um, take control of multiple enemy command bases in one go. Uh, I think command bases are new too, because I don't think. Oh, yeah, like, command bases yeah, are new. That's new. Original Risk didn't also didn't have those. Yeah, there, there's four um, new things. Yeah, uh, power cards, which give basically give you little one use uh, extra bonus things, things like the uh, tactical nuke, which lets you get an additional die uh, when attacking. Oh, plus one to all. Or, your sorry, dice. plus one to all of your yeah, plus one to all of your rolls when attacking. Um, or <laughs> things like what was the what was the one that gives you an additional die on all of your attacks? It was an achievement, wasn't it? No, that's yeah, an that achievement. The extra dice are in the achievements. It's just extra dice are in achievements. Um, but then there are things like the burrowing zerg, where they can actually bypass territories in order to attack a specific area. Or or the psionic storm, which is roll a d six, destroy that many units on this planet. Yeah. Um, various th- various things that are in flavor for the three factions. Then there are the commanders. Uh, each faction color has a commander. There are two colors for each faction, so there's six commanders total. Um, and when the commander is attached to a group of soldiers, they give a plus one to your highest die roll on when when you when you invade using that unit or, when or you're defend. Defending. Or when you're defending, yes. Uh, and then there's your command zone, which gives you an, which basically. Uh, your command zone is where you have, for instance, the Terrans have their their uh, supply. Uh, the command center. Command center. Zergs have their hatchery. Protoss have their nexus. Uh, nexus, um, and they give you a plus one to your reinforcements, and they also tie into several of the achievements. Also, you cannot win if you do not control your command center, which we forgot at one point. You but cannot it, win. It, it does make yeah. Which basically, basically, yeah, you cannot win even if you have even if. Even if you meet victory conditions, you have to control all of your, your your own command center to win. Yeah, which in the game that we play would have meant that you guys would not have won. Yeah, um, you would have kept going. Yep, and we would have just steamrolled back. Um, so let's let. Oh, and the, and the last thing is there are also mineral resources because yes. those are to normal risk, and yeah. that basically, if you control a territory with the mineral resources, it's it an counts as two, two territories. territories. Yep. For the purposes of how many territories you control for getting reinforcements. And some and in command room they're randomly placed and basic training they're placed for you depending on the <clears> setup. <throat> um, quote unquote randomly, we got some pretty We yeah, it was it was kinda weird. Mm. But other than that, the game 
basically plays like like regular risk. The rules are written like regular risk. The rules are written like, like regular risk, but I found, and I think all of us found, that the... So, just going to jump a little bit into my opinion, only a little bit before we actually get to that section, but the thing that makes risk fun for me is that it is a game of perfect information, which means that you... The moment you sit down at that board, you know everything that the other player can possibly know, except for their strategies in their head, by looking at the board. All the information is out and available to you. And that's what makes Risk fun for me. The additions that StarCraft Risk has turns the game of perfect information into a game of imperfect information. You have some of the information by staring at the board, but not all of it. And at any point in time, that information can change drastically based on achievements that are unlocked or power cards that are played. And to clarify, achievements are random. You don't know what the achievements are until troops are placed. And you don't know what the bonus for getting an achievement is until you get that achievement. And power cards come from a deck that is randomly shuffled at the beginning of the game. And you don't get a power card unless certain conditions are met. Things like you, you have to take a territory. That you have to take a territory, but there's also if you're the last player that if you're the last player to set down in command room. Yeah, you get one. Power <coughs> yeah, card. and I'm. That's it. Is there anything? No, there's also uh, there's there's, there's also a couple of achievements that give you there's extra power. One, cards. no, there's one achievement that there's means that one? you don't have to take a territory to get a power card, but you yes. don't get extra power cards. Yeah, you that's, just, that's you just all. get a guaranteed card. And every the, turn. Isn't there another achievement that gives you an extra power card? Nope. There's just one that gives you a guaranteed card every turn. Okay. <clears throat> Which, in lieu so, of the other achievements, is really weak, but I mean, we'll get to that. Kind of. But anyways. So, let's talk about our experience playing it first, and then we'll get into the, the nitty-gritty of the the uh, uh, the uh, opinions. Uh, we played 2v2 twice. Uh, we played once with myself and Pookie on the team. And units and shadow course on the team. Then the next time we played, it was myself and units on the team, and Pookie and shadow course on the team. Uh, and then they, the three of them, also played. Prior to that, mm-hmm. just the three of them. We we tried the other modes, the getting started in the galactic conquest yeah. mode, and the, we tried the commander, and we tried all the other. We've tried all the modes yeah. between the four of us. So, uh, the first game was over in two turns. It was really over in one turn. And then the last was, turn was kind of finishing it. It was functionally over in two turns. Um, where uh, uh, Pookie and I set up all of our units, and we thought we had a really good... Because Pookie and I are both familiar with Risk. Yeah. And we're both playing from the position of Risk players, which doesn't work in StarCraft. Um, yeah. Throw out of your mind that StarCraft Risk plays anything yeah, no, like it, Risk. It, it, it does not very much play like Risk at all. We were trying to play it like Risk. <laughs> yeah. That was our problem. We were trying to play it like Risk, um, and we we had we had at the beginning of the game we had control of one planet and we almost had control we had, except for one territory on one planet, and we had almost complete control of another planet. So we had almost complete control of two planets at the beginning of the game. We had a good starting position. We had a good amount of resources. We had a good amount of territories, and I'm on f- our first turn, you went first and I went last. Mm-hmm. No. Or I, I was going Shadow Chorus went first, then Pookie, then me, yeah. and then you. Yeah, yeah. So Shadow Chorus and Pookie, then, then you. By the time it got to my turn, we were done. Which doesn't happen in regular risk. The, the goal of of, of two d two of the two v two is to get five achievements. No, you, to get four achievements. By the end of my turn, which was the third out of four turns on my first turn, we had three. We had two planets on complete lockdown, yeah. and the achievement bonuses we had gotten functionally prevented Sensetaku from doing anything we called the game. Yeah. Like, I could there was nothing I could do to bring it back by the time it got to my turn. It took them one more turn to mop up the rest of our forces. Uh, which is a big feel-bad. <clears throat> the second game we played was a lot more textured. But it ended in two turns. It ended in three turns. No. No, we... Two turns. I didn't get my second turn. Did you not get your second turn? I didn't get my second turn. No. It would have ended in three turns because we would have kept going. Yeah. Well, it would have ended on turn three. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So it ended in two turns. Um, It was still... It still had a little bit more texture. It was still a little bit more back and forth. Because we were both playing it not like Risk. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we, we, We started off 
pretty fairly well spread out. Nobody had any planets at the beginning. Uh, on round one, I think we took a, we took. In, in round one, we, we each took two planets yeah. and uh, three achievements. Yeah, we each took two planets and three achievements in round one. So both sides had three achievements. Then uh, no, by the end of my turn on round one, actually we had. I had two planets by myself. Yeah, you had two and planets. You, I had both of their command and centers. And they had no command centers and no whole planets. Yep. And then they came around and took a planet in one turn and got their fourth achievement in, turn, in round two, which we didn't realize didn't end the game because I hadn't read the rule book. And, and they we had, we, we yeah, forgot it because it was such it. a minor rule. That if you don't if you don't own your command center, you can't win the game. So they got that fourth achievement, and and to, be, to clarify in command in command mode the way we were playing it was you get four achievements you win. Um, I'm not sure if we said that already or not, but I want to make sure that that yeah, was just, known. Just to confirm, you don't unless win you don't the world. have your command center. So they got their fourth achievement and, and we gave them the victory, but. If we had been playing correctly, they wouldn't have won, and we still would have turned around and steamrolled them. The but, game would have still been over. In but times. they deserved the victory because yeah. it was a really cool maneuver. It was a really cool maneuver. But by but as writ, even though they deserved it, they wouldn't have gotten it, which is kind of a feel bad. Um, and that was it. By the end of that second game, I was really frustrated with the game itself. I do not like StarCraft Risk. Saying that right now. Uh, and I don't like it because, as I said earlier, it takes a game of perfect information and makes it imperfect. And that change that fundamentally changes the way you play the game, and it increases several times the number of feel bad moments. In Risk, in Risk, in classic Risk, the only time you ever really have a feel bad moment is when your entire army gets wrecked by one guy. And even though that's a feel bad moment, it's still kind of a funny moment. Like I, I, like every time I've played Risk and somebody has like desperately defended Egypt with one unit left mm-hmm. because they just kept rolling a six on the d six. Even though the person attacking lost all their units and it was kind of a feel bad, it was still hilarious. And that was really the only time in classic Risk where you get that because you see everything coming from a mile away. Um, in in this though. The, the the amount of hidden information made surprises very 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 frequent, and um, it also the amount of times that they mess with the system at the mechanical level just made me very unhappy. It's, it started to feel it started to feel more like it was um, more like it was uh, uh, it didn't matter what I planned. Well, and can, can we clarify one thing? Every change that they made made it a much more aggressive game. Yes. Risk is a long game. Yes. StarCraft Risk... Is not. It's a short game. It's a very short game. We were able to play it like twice in an hour We, so? twi- we played it twice in an hour and a half. An hour and a half, yeah. yeah. And it, it's not just that. It's over in one or two turns. Yeah. Every change... And, and because the game is no longer... Even when we played Galactic Conquest which is supposedly traditional risk take over the world, getting the achievements one shadow chorus the game. Because he got the achievements that were really powerful. Yeah. That gave him ridiculous bonuses. When did we play Galacticon? It was the night before, remember? And William... What version did we play that very first time we played? That was, that was the, the, the getting to know the game version. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was the time training. that we, okay. none of us knew how the game was supposed to be played, and we played it like Risk, and it was kind of fun. It was! <laughs> well, we basically did basic training, Galactic Conquest. Yes. And it took a while, because that one took, like, at least two hours to do. But then the second time we played, Shadow Chorus learned how it worked, took five achievements on his first turn, and even though that didn't win him the game, he had a bonus attack die and a bonus defend die, and yes, we I couldn't know. beat him ever. Yes, I know. Oh, well, no. Yeah. No, I, I'm just... And also, I didn't know that part. No, I'm sorry. This, <laughs> was, this was the... I was hearing about it as I was falling asleep that night. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Anyway. That's the... Yes, I know. In in the first term, he basically won the game, even though it took an hour for him to win the game. Yeah. There was nothing that we could do. Yeah. So, now let's go ahead and start getting into the opinions of it. I've I've talked a little bit about mine. Uh, Pookie, what do you think about the changes that StarCraft Risk brings to the Risk table? Here's my big problem right now. 
I have played this game four times. I'm still not sure how to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and for, for the clarification of audiences at home, Pookie has played a lot of Risk. Oh, Risk was my game in college. Units taught me how to play it, and I played a lot of Risk. I know how to play Risk. Yeah. This is not Risk. <laughs> not at all. Uh, not the, the the first time we played it, it was Risk. But then that the night before we did this, when we played it, <clears throat> I don't know what that was. And I don't know what it was when we played it either. <laughs> What's the major differences that you're that you're struggling with? Um, well, for me, it was like the rules changed every time, but it's because we played it three different ways. Yeah. So the rules did change every time. Um, it's well, it just it felt like I think I know how to play this, and then something new pops up, like having to hold your base. Yeah. That we didn't actually win. It feels like a new rule pops up every time. Yeah, I think I know how to play it. It's like, oh, wait, no. No, this is different, actually. We didn't do this right, and we didn't do that right. It's one of those things where our previous knowledge of risk is hampering us because we're not... All of us aren't sitting down going over the rule book as if we don't know the game. We're, we're sort of we're subbing our own knowledge of the previous game, and it's it, that, that in and of itself is making us miss things. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? That's for now. Really? My head yes. hurts. Um, my biggest problem with the game is the achievements. Um, number one, the achievements are randomized, but it's four out of the six tiles and then four out of the six hard tiles, so they're not super randomized. But the bonuses they give you are not balanced against each other. For example, one of the hard ones gives you a bonus attacking die all the time. And you just roll four dice instead of three. I mean, they technically are balancing each other because there's also the one that gives you the bonus defensive die. But because they're randomized, there's no way to tell if you're going to get it. Well, <laughs> but then there's the one that... They, there's the difficult one that gives you a guaranteed card every turn that is nowhere near as powerful because it doesn't give you a bonus card. Yeah. It's like, well, you don't have to take over territories, but if you're not taking over territories, you're probably not winning Anyway, yeah. that bonus card isn't helping you enough. And the the other one is, I think, uh, a bonus <laughs> maneuver. Yeah, at the beginning of your turn. At the beginning right? of your turn, you get, you get a bonus maneuver at the beginning of your turn, which is cool and really fun and strategic. But it doesn't straight break the game. Uh, in, in the realm when Sensetaku got the bonus attack die. <laughs> I just rolled over like, Shadow Course's forces. Like, I rolled over his commander. It sounds really good. Like, it sounds like it's a really powerful thing, but it's even more powerful than it sounds. Yeah. Um, it's... Yeah, attacking attacking with four dice um, when your opponent only gets to defend with two. Uh, and it, granted, you only take two of the dice, but that's... It, you take the highest you two. You take the highest two. And I, I steamrolled your, guy, your, your forces with that extra die. I don't know why you're talking to me. You're talking to the audience. <laughs> I don't know. I'm talking to you because well, yeah, you're the forces that you got hit with. But it, it, it makes... <clears throat> and then the bonus defense die. You're attacking with three. I'm defending with three. But I win all ties. Good luck invading me ever. Yeah. No, that, 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 both the, that's fair. Um, the, the achievements are rather powerful. And on the flip side, the cards. It's not that all the cards are powerful. Some of the cards suck. Yeah. Some of the cards are Psionic Storm, which is roll a d6 and destroy that many units. Can't empty a territory with it. You can't empty a territory with it, but... You can take a territory from five units to one. Yeah. <laughs> which, or it's like, I wait for you to begin your turn. Oh, that's where you're deploying all your troops? Lose half of them. You can't do what you were trying to do. Yeah. Um, and, and the problem is, unlike Risk, where the numbers get really big, the game never gets past turn two. Yeah. So, you know, you were talking about a massive army is ten. Yeah. I'm remove if I can remove five of your guys in one blow, versus, I'm, no, it's, it's also at no risk to you. Yeah, it's at no risk to me. And versus, <clears throat> there was a Zerg thing I got where it's like, hey, at the beginning of your turn, you can make someone discard a card, but you have to wait till the beginning of your turn. Which who knows if you get another turn because the game is over. Yeah, 
And, and so, when you're only drawing one or two cards, it's really relevant which card you pull. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you get a great one, sometimes you get a stinker. And that also changes based on the race that you have, because yeah. the Zerg have the Zerg don't have access to Sonic Storm. The, the Zerg have good cards, we just didn't draw them. Yeah. That's the problem. Right. Shadow Course? Well, I went into this with a different mindset in mind, because I've played Risk a few times. I've had my fun with it, but I haven't played it a lot. Um, what I did go in with a head for was Grand Strategy and other forms of strategy games and StarCraft. And this played like a game of StarCraft to me. Because those of you who have played games of competitive StarCraft know that most of those games end in the first five minutes when someone rushes you with 30 roaches. <laughs> um, but I had less of a problem with it not being Risk because I didn't really have an opinion that this should be Risk. Um, so for me, it was a lot of... I need to make big tactical decisions, crush my opponent, and secure the advantage so that I can win. Which is how a game of StarCraft ends. The first person who claims the advantage is the one who wins. Um, the biggest problem that I have with it is the achievements, because um, they do definitely... They, they have the biggest impact on who will or will not win. The person who claims the bonus attack die basically claims the game. Um, I definitely feel if the achievements had been balanced better, if it had been more of the stuff like get an extra maneuver, guaranteed card, stuff like that, if all the achievements had been like that, it would be a much more fair and balanced game. Um, I'm not bothered so much by the deck of cards, because uh, the, the, the game that we had that did go for a lot of turns, which was basically playing basic training with global domination rules... Um, that one went for a while, and there were a lot of cards being drawn, uh, and all the achievements got used, and they were all relevant. Um, it was a, it was a really lengthy game, and it went for a while. And the really fast ones means that you can hammer out a bunch of games. Yeah, my biggest problem entirely is the the imbalance among the achievements. Otherwise, I find the game perfectly enjoyable because I'm not going in with a mindset of this should be risk. So. You, you you opened up with saying how it, that it plays like StarCraft. But it really doesn't. In StarCraft, the objective... In, in StarCraft, it's all real-time. It's all... Ha- everybody's tactics are happening at the same time. And it's not a game of mostly perfect information. Um, you, it's very... It's, it's very much half the game of StarCraft is hiding your information from your enemies, keeping them from getting more scouting information on your base, and using that to set up grand ambushes. You know ambushes how easy it is strategies. to scout information on someone's base in StarCraft? You said the worker over at the beginning. It, at, at the very beginning, yes, but as it, as it gets bigger and bigger and bigger... Games of StarCraft they, end in the first five minutes. Not all of them. Not all of them. Not even, not even competition-level games of StarCraft. I have seen competition-level games of StarCraft that have lasted 15, 20 minutes. And a lot of them, the way they win is by hiding very small amounts of information long enough to turn that into an advantage. For example, right at the beginning of the game, sending a worker off to a completely different base. So while your opponent is busy trying to scout your main base, you're building up a secondary force that comes in behind and crushes them while they're focusing on your primary base. That's something you can't really do in StarCraft Risk. Also, uh, StarCraft Risk, a lot of people that play StarCraft Risk either play it for one of two things. They either play it for competition, which are the people who want to crush their enemies in five seconds. Or they play it for fun, which are the people that want to play a much lengthier game. And the two types of people do not mesh well. I am the mesh of both of those things. Not really. You ended games. No. And they weren't fun because they ended on the first turn. I still enjoyed the lengthy games. You enjoyed it when you ended. (laughs) That's because that game was basically over by the time. No, I'm talking about the first one that we played. I still really enjoyed that one. I I enjoyed both games. I'm also hearing a lot of, we really enjoyed the game when we weren't playing by the rules. (laughs) That first time we played it, I enjoyed the game. Yeah. It was, and... Every 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 rule system, like there's on every page of the of the game modes, it says, "Want to play global domination? Just take over the entire map." All of them have like you can play global domination in this mode. My my biggest concern with your with the comparing it to StarCraft is yes, it plays more like StarCraft. The problem with StarCraft versus this though is yes, winning fast and everything. 
Starcraft happens in real time, so that yeah. if you're playing with four people, it doesn't get to your turn and the game's over. Yeah. If you're playing with four people on StarCraft, you all move at the same time. Also, a game that's over in five minutes started five minutes ago. A game that takes 20 minutes to set up and is in over on turn one because it's a longer setup time. It still takes, takes an hour. Yeah, it took so long to get to the end of turn one. Like, the games that were over in two turns took 45 minutes. Yeah. That's not so. It's not even. It's not even quicker risk. Yeah. It's no, still long. It's 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 That's much quicker. quicker it's much quicker than yeah. risk, but it's not StarCraft fast. And they made it more like StarCraft, but to its detriment. I feel. I feel like it's an awkward in between zone where it can't be that fast because it's limited by the tabletop dice rolling. And that's that's my opinion. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you enjoy it. Yeah. The 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 reasons you stated don't mesh for me personally. It's also really good to have at least one person that enjoyed the game because yes. I don't think the three of us enjoyed it very much. Um, um, I, I enjoyed it when we played it. I, I will. I want to give it some credit real quick, if that's okay. I'm someone who plays Dark Souls for fun, so bear this in mind. I do um, too. Um, that has no bearing on this discussion. There are a couple things that they added that I'm I... I'm PvP to Dark Souls for fun. ...that I really enjoyed. Um, I really like the commanders, the command zones, and the resources. Mm -hmm. I like the command zones because it's, it's a little thing. It's flavorful. It's fun. One reinforcement makes a difference. You know, it's like I should defend my base. It gives you something. It gives you something to focus on. It gives you something to focus on. The commanders help speed the game up. It's like I want to attack here, and I go through, and it it helps my chances. It helps prevent that I lost all my forces to this one guy because the defender rolled a six, and I automatically lose. Yeah. The commander is. It, it's fun. It's interesting. The resources make you more strategic. Well, maybe I'm not controlling a planet, but if I control a bunch of the resources... It still has a benefit. All three of those things are little differences that play into a normal game of Risk. And they're also still known information. Yeah. They're also still part of perfect information. The biggest problem that I have, <clears throat> flavor-wise, is a board game with achievements just rubs me wrong. <laughs> I... I I, if they were called missions, and you had, like, mission objectives, I feel like that would have been much more in flavor, <clears throat> more interesting, more win the game by accomplishing these tasks. And the Protoss have missions that they accomplish to win the game, and the Zerg have missions that they accomplish. I feel like that would have given it more of an RTS feel, and made it made it more distinguished from Risk without just, get Chivos. Yeah. Crush enemies. Yeah, and, and, and again, seconding that, you know, making it... Making StarCraft turn-based makes it a much worse game. If StarCraft, the game, was turn-based... It would have to be a different game. No one would play it. Like, if it was the same as it is now, just turn-based, no one would play it. Because it would be unbearable. Um, Pookie, do you have anything positive to say about the game? <laughs> Thinking. Um, I really liked it... Like I've mentioned, I liked it the first time we played it, and I enjoyed. I enjoyed when Shadow Course and I played it, and I took out that planet mm -hmm. in one turn because, like, I felt right there that that was strategy. Mm -hmm. That there was a lot of strategy put into that move, and it worked well. And I was kind of reminded of real risk at that point. Mm -hmm. And then to find out we didn't actually win because yeah. we don't control the bases, so never mind. But that that right there was fun. I think it it can be fun. I just I keep hearing it was fun the first time we played it, or you guys played it, and it's like so it was fun when you were playing it without the right rules. Without the right rules, we were which actually, is which we is a sign play, we were still playing it by the right rules which because is a, it was just global domination in. The basic training. It was a preset global domination. It's a sign when when adding rules or understanding the rules fully makes a game worse. It's not. Good. Is not the mark of a good game. Yeah. It's not the mark of good game design. For instance, the very the very simple fact of the really cool and sweet tactic you guys pulled off to win the game when we understood the rules wouldn't have won the game. 
makes that an incredible feel bad. Because that's one of those, well, we came up with this really sweet tactic, and it paid off, and we rolled really well. Yeah, and, like, we and felt you, really you, good after you, that. You, know, you like, just that fucking was like wrecked a, a that planet. Of yeah. I felt like the worst person ever when I realized it hours later, like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, you fucking wrecked it, and that, and in, 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 you know, anything else, that would have been an awesome thing. And we were happy for you guys, too. It was like, oh, wow, we didn't see that. We didn't think about that. That was fantastic. But wait, you still didn't win the game. And you can't win the game at that point. There was no way for you to defend against the I, the, 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 the crackback. I really feel like the game is unwinnable. <laughs> Unless you play it in that, that first setting, the basic training setting. Yeah, that so we it's, played it well, in. I, that, I feel like if we played the basic training again, though, we would all Chivo hunt. Yeah. And Chivo hunting wins the game. So, I, <clears throat> the things they added to the game I really don't like. Like I've said that, I've said I really don't like the things that make the game of perfect information imperfect. But there are things that I do like. Mostly, it's the the material <laughs> factors I of the game. I have to point that out. The miniatures rocking. The miniatures that they made for this <clears throat> game are fantastic. I really love them. They've got a really good, solid, good quality, high quality plastic um, miniatures for and 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 it comes with a whole bunch of for the Terrans, the whole bunch of Marines and siege tanks. For the Zergs, the whole bunch of Zerglings. That's how you win as Terran, you build the siege tanks. No, yes, when you win as Baron, you build battleships. I mean, sir. yes, battlecruisers as well, but <laughs> battleship online, battlecruiser operational. <laughs> um, the 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 uh, yeah, I was playing. No, no, that's a different tangent. Um, but yes, and and Zerglings, uh, the the Zerg have Zerglings and Hydralisks, and the Protoss have Zealots and um, Immortals. No, no, uh, Stalkers, Stalkers, yeah. Um, and uh, they're really high quality, really good plastic. And then they have the commanders. There's uh, for the Terrans, there's Jim Rayner and uh, Valerian. Uh, Valerian. Um, there is Valerian Minsk. And for the Zerg, there is Kerrigan and um, Zagara. Zagara. And for the Protoss, there is Artanis Ar- and Zeratul. Artanis and Zeratul. Yeah. Um, and this is this is this was made before Legacy of the Void because it's Artanis in a robe. It was modeled. It was modeled after Wings of Liberty. Yeah, it was the Wings of Liberty Artanis. It's, it's, it's everything. Everything. The Actually, game... no. It was modeled after Heart of the Swarm because Zagara was not a character in Wings of Liberty. It says it was modeled after Wings of Liberty. Oh well, apparently they, they like random Zerg queen. Apparently, yeah. Either that or they I, knew Zagara was going to be a character. I think at the she's. Time. I think she's just a random Zerg queen because Zagara is a Zerg queen. But um, <clears throat> um. It, the, the, the the models are, 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 are fantastic and the board looks great. Like the, the I, I really like how they changed up the territories while still keeping that risk feel, using the planets as the like using the planets for not quite the same location as the, you know, low population, high population planets are, but they're close. It's actually the same if you swap sides. If you flip it around, yeah. Asia is where North America should be, and North America is where, where Asia, Asia should, should be. be. Yeah, because Char is the big one. Because then, there, then there's Africa that connects Europe to. Yeah, it, it is the <coughs> same ish. Flopped horizontally. Yeah, flopped horizontally. Yeah, and it's 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 really good, and it, it like the 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 plant sign. I love the minerals. The, the little mineral fields are are adorable and fantastic. Um, the dice are really good quality dice. Like the material aspects of the game are really good. If nothing else, if you don't own Risk and you want to buy Risk, go ahead and buy this version. Yeah, like like playing it as Risk, I think would be a lot. Like like throwing out all the extra rules and just playing it as Risk, I think I would enjoy it a lot more. Which I say we should do. You know, <laughs> um, straight cosmetic upgrade. Yeah, nothing to lose here. Nothing to lose there. Which is kind of what the game implies with the name Starcraft Risk. Yeah, like when you buy different monopolies, they're just monopoly. Yeah. I honestly don't like that. I don't like just getting a cosmetic change for a game. I, I, I would. I'm not saying that that's what they should have done. I'm saying that that works. It, to me, it works better. I than mean, what you can they still did. you can still play it as risk. You can still play yeah. it as risk. Yeah. there's nothing stopping I, you. Yeah, there's nothing stopping you from playing it as risk. And I, I think it looks cooler than regular and, risk. And certainly, I feel like I feel like minor the, the the minor upgrades that still keep it a game of perfect information. The commanders, the base, the mineral fields. I think those are nice. I like the idea of the cards being usable instantaneously instead of hoarding up troops. Yeah. The execution's where I have the problem. Yeah, I, I, I really don't like the cards. And I, I don't like the cards for a number of reasons. And mainly because 
So the, the cards and the achievements increase the number of feel-bad moments that come to you as a surprise. That's the biggest issue that I have. I hate it. I hate it when games spring those on you. And there's nothing you could have done about it. Things like Sonic Storm, where I have six troops. and I, Oh, I've, I've got six troops in this one thing. I can start taking over a couple of territories. Sonic Storm, no you don't. There's nothing I could have done about that. Absolutely nothing I could have done about that. And it's like, why is that there? That is there specifically to make, to be a feel-bad moment. There is nothing else to that. Like, there's... It's a really feel-good moment if you're the one doing it. Not even, though. That shouldn't come as a feel-bad. Like, it's not even a feel-good moment for you using it. Like, the one time we, we used something similar to that... It's like, yeah, huh, we have a thing. I still don't feel good about myself, though. <laughs> you know? It, oh, yeah, because I apologize. I'm like, sorry, yeah. I'm going to have to kill two of your guys. Yeah, it's like, you know that, that meager resistance you were mounting? It's not there anymore. It's not, it's not even a feel good for the person using it. Um, and the achievements. Like, hey, I've, got, I've permanently got another dice. It feels great at the beginning if you've got it. And then as you steamroll over people's things, like, wait, they don't have a... Fucking chance. I don't need to play this game anymore. Like, like what am I... It, it turns you into a bully. It turns you into a bully. And no one wants to be a bully. Most people don't want to be a bully. Um, and, and I think, like I said, that, that... I feel like those two elements could have been good... Yeah. ...if they were power balanced. The achievements that give you the bonus move... There were some cards that were really interesting, like... Circumnavigated territories, interesting. Yeah, like the things that the things that didn't do direct kill guys were kind of interesting, and you could see a little bit of extra t- strategic, you or, know, or things. My favorite one is there's a Protoss one that lets you switch the defenses that lets you switch the assignment of two territories when you're defending. Yeah, and it's like, haha, you thought you were attacking a weak place, and yeah, and that that's one that that was weird. My phone started ringing and stopped. Well, like two of my I play I played Terran just about every time I've tried the other races, but. Uh, my favorite cards among the Terran are there's the the um, defense turrets, mm-hmm. which is when someone's attacking you, kill a couple of their guys and get an extra defender. Yeah, to slow them down. And it's also relocate your command center because, by the way, Terran buildings fly. Yeah, things like that are nice are, are neat, and they're not feel bad moments for anybody. They're just like, oh, aha! I see you've changed your strategy. Well, now I have to change mine. Um, the other feel bad drawing useless card. Yeah, drawing useless card. Card games have the built-in feel bad of drawing a bad card. Risk didn't have that until you made the cards really. <laughs> Risk did not have that. Well, every card is still a resource card. And then, yeah, but when you're behind and you're gonna die, doesn't matter. You, you, you can use them for resources. It's at that point it's even useless as a resource card. But it, yeah, if you're having to use it as a resource, it means the card isn't one of the OP cards. Like if you're having to use it as a resource, why was it? Why was it there in the first place? Yeah. Uh, that's sort of my take on that. Like, if you're you're giving me a card to throw away, why'd you give me that card in the first place? Um, so yeah, there, there's certainly there's a lot of potential in this game, and and I think there may be some ways for us to improve it. And we're gonna start over here with Pookie. Um, what's something that you think might have might have made the game a little bit better? I know you guys keep talking about the first time you guys played it when it was more like Risk. No achievements. <laughs> Because I really feel like that is something Mm -hmm. that, even the first time we played it, because I was the person that got that fourth dice, and you do take out a lot of people with that. But at first, it makes you feel good, and Mm -hmm. then after a few turns. It's like there's no challenge anymore. Yeah. Although I still didn't win. (laughs) Um, But To be fair, you were also attacking into the third defense die a lot. Because Shadow, of course, had the defense die. True. And I didn't have either. And I was just... I died at that point. Okay, I'm done. Concede. Yeah, no achievements. Uh, I mean, I really would prefer it if it was just more like Risk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rather than trying to turn it into something else. Maybe I'm, I'm I'm thinking that maybe if they had if they hadn't marketed it Starcraft Risk, 
Maybe if it was just a StarCraft game, that would be fine. Yeah. StarCraft game that is kind of like Risk. <laughs> yeah, like StarCraft, the StarCraft strategy game. Yeah, if it was something like that, it would be fine. But marketing it as Risk, you're expecting it to be. Like you were saying earlier, m- with the different versions of Monopoly, Yeah, it's Well, that's my thing. I, di- I didn't go in thinking it was going to be Risk. Well, which is part of my thing, but everybody else did. Yeah, it, and risk, most it, risk is on the and box. And most reasonable people will because it says StarCraft Risk. People who haven't played a lot of Risk, on the other hand, <laughs> yes. Um, to me, to make because I, I want it to be flavorful and fun, I would have cha- in, taken the achievements and the cards and combined them and made mission objectives. That are tailored to each race that lets you. It's like, hmm, I got an objective to. I have to hold this territory for three turns. <clears throat> it affects the strategy of the game. It benefits. It, you know, it, it lets me get a benefit and complete an objective. <clears throat> it, you know, the, the Protoss defend, defend the territory of the Zerg, you know, <clears throat> kill this many troops, you know, this turn, that sort of thing. Things they like that. They don't even care about taking over territory. Yeah, they don't care. Kill things. Just kill things, and then the Terran is like, you know, <clears throat> take and hold. A territory or things like that, things that fit the flavor, fit the fit the universe, and wh- whereas, <coughs> why are the Protoss getting an achievement for taking over Char? I don't know a lot about the StarCraft universe, but <laughs> they want to burn planets that are infested with Zerg, not take them over. Yeah, control Char. That's that's more of a Terran or Zerg thing. Yeah. Yeah. And sort of, it sort of makes sort of make the game the, by, by the very nature of the mechanics, the game is at odds with its own lore. Because the, all, all the achievements yeah. are the same to all the people, yeah. and it would it would also help because I think the achievements are because it becomes chivo hunting. Yeah, that that's what the goal of the game is. Yeah. I, I I can live with the cards if they rebalance them, but chivo hunting is the worst. Did it worse? Well, um, aside from things that require you to remake the game yourself. I definitely feel that you can probably improve the game with the pieces that you've got. Um, I would probably just comb through and tailor out the pieces that you like. Uh, for instance, with the achievements, take out both the bonus dice, keep the extra maneuver achievements, and the guaranteed card achievement, the ones that you feel are perfectly fine. Go through each of the decks, cut out the ones that you don't, that you don't feel suit, uh, suit uh, the, either the feel or the, or the lore of the characters. Um, <coughs> cut out Psionic Storm, keep the relocation, uh, cut out Tac Nuke, keep relocating your command base. Just basically tailor the pieces you've got until you've got a game that feels good to you. Yeah. Which is what I do with most games that I have a problem with. Mm. Uh, for me, it's, uh, again, it's, it comes back down to those feel-bad moments. Like, there are way too many feel-bad moments in this game for it, it for me to enjoy it. Um... <clears throat> like the the surprise, your units are dead, rolling over people with the dice. Um, oh, guess what? You you made a really cool thing, but you overextended yourself, and because you don't have your command centers, you can't win. Bye. Um, that whole thing, like losing your command center in StarCraft, never meant that the game was over. And like story wise, because like there were so many infested command centers. Um. In a match of StarCraft, if you didn't yeah. have a command center, you were revealed, and if they killed all your workers, your game was over. Yeah, like, it wasn't if, it wasn't if your command center was destroyed, it was if all your units were gone. <laughs> Just if your command center and all your workers are gone, you lose. Yeah. But... Yeah, but you, you lose. You don't just... Well, you can keep fighting. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't just exist. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so it's it's one of those things... It's such a feel-bad one. And, and again, with the killing everything... I don't think that... I don't agree with Shadow Chorus's suggestion because I don't feel like it's on the onus of the player to make the game playable. I feel like that is the responsibility of the developer to make your game playable. And if you have instances where, as I said earlier, adding rules removes fun... I still, I still wouldn't say, I have this game, it has things that I don't like, I'm never going to play it again. I oh, would say, that's... I have this game, it has things that I don't like, I'm going to fix it so I like it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that for a critique and for looking at the game critically, I'm yeah. judging it based on its whole parts and not based on what I can do to make it better. And it's... Also, you have to, <clears throat> because there's only four achievement bonuses per scale, you do have to create new. 
achievement bonuses. Or just have less achievements? Or have fewer achievements. Or, or have no achievements. I'm fine with that. Play with no achievements. But yeah, like, I'm, I, I can't... I can't say, oh, I'm going to... Oh, because there are there are three or four ways I could personally make this game better right now without them having to do anything to it, I'm going to give it a higher grade. I still have to grade it based on the product that was delivered, that was, you know, yeah. pre- presented to me and that I played. And that, you know, when played correctly with all the rules, this is how it is. And I keep coming back to that fact. You guys had more fun, or at least the two of you did, when you were playing it with less rules. Or with less understanding of the proper rules. Yeah, which is effectively less rules. And when we played together, the more fun game was the game where we forgot a rule. Yeah. Like, the more fun game for all of us was when we forgot the rule about the command center. Adding that back in makes that game a lot less fun for everybody. So, that that's a huge mark against. So, I think we've, I think we've pretty much said all we, all we have to say uh, on the game itself, as, as far as our respective opinions. We'll go ahead and go around the table and give us a grade. We're going to start with a high note, because I think he's going to give it the highest grade. Shadow Course. I give it a solid C. It doesn't perform... As risk, I didn't expect it to perform as risk, but that's because I don't play a lot of risk. Um, I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed all of the games that we've played, <clears throat> even the ones where I've lost. Uh, actually, I don't think I've lost a game yet. <laughs> you, no, you haven't. You technically didn't win the last game. Yeah, I, prob- techni- I, prob- I probably would have lost that last one, but I still en- would have I, pro- lost. I probably still would have lost the last one, but I still enjoyed it. Um, Are you talking specifically about Risk or all the games we've played? All the games of StarCraft Risk okay, that I've played. Okay, because okay. I was like, yeah, I know you lost in Red Dragon. Because <laughs> um, I won for the first time. But, uh, no. Um, yeah, I give it a C. It is enjoyable. I will probably play it again. Mm-hmm. Um, if we were talking about a game, like, if we were talking about playing it our own way, I'd give this game a solid B. It looks great, and I love Risk, and I'll just throw out the parts I don't like. But... The way it's presented, I have to give it a D. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because it it's playable. It's not an unplayable game. But if he... He has risk on the box. <laughs> and it's not... And reading the rules doesn't make you think it should play less like risk. But playing it once or twice shows you, I'm sorry. <clears throat> it's not risk. It's not risk. It doesn't play like risk. Pookie? I give it a D minus because this whole conversation just made my head hurt. <laughs> I was going to give it a C minus before this whole podcast. Now I have a horrible headache from this. So D minus. Sure, the, the conversation or the drink. Fair enough. It's the conversation. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I have to give it a D. I have to give it a, a, like a straight D. Because it is playable. I will probably play it again. I will probably play it again with less rules. And that sentence by itself is a is an indictment of the game. Like I said, if we change the rules, I'd give it a... If, if we change the rules, <laughs> it's solid B. If you change the rules, it's a better game. Which you... That, that says all you need to say. Yeah. Like, that... There, there's... If you change the rules, it's a better game. That's not a statement you ever want anybody to say I mean, about hey, your if game. If you want to play Risk, you still get this game because it's got better pieces. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, no, no. It, like, it's, like, the pieces like are fantastic. Said, if you want to play around with Risk, be, be solid B because you can buy this and do what the heck you want to with it because it's sweet. But it says, it says StarCraft Risk on the box. It says it in big letters in the Risk uh, cursive lettering style. It says risk, and it's not risk. It is it is the third cousin twice removed of risk. It's the one they don't talk about. <laughs> it's the one they don't talk about, and quite frankly, rule as writ's mm-hmm. the one they shouldn't talk about. And that saddens me because StarCraft is a really cool universe, and it's this game has a lot of had a lot of potential to be a really sweet game that I would have loved and would have loved to play. But as is, D. kind of want to play it now with all the mods we were suggesting. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that's our review of StarCraft Risk. If you guys have played it and you have different opinions, or if, if you want to uh, 
if you want to, you know, have, start a conversation about what what you think about our opinions, what you th- what, what opinions you have your own, uh, please feel free to email us at filmshowfilms at gmail dot com. Next week, dun 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 boss monster. Uh, we'll be playing Boss Monster. Uh, we'll be reviewing Bo- Boss Monster for next week. Uh, <clears throat> in the meantime, thank you all very much for listening to the Natch 20 Review. Uh, if you like it, please feel free to review it on iTunes. Um, because we are now available on iTunes, and reviews help us get more views. Um, in addition to doing this, we do two other podcasts every week. We have A Simpler Life, which is a Warcraft RPG actual play. Uh, we have uh, Space Cowboys, which is a Mass Effect RPG uh, actual play using the Fantasy Age system. Uh, is a conversion that I myself made. Space Cowboys sounds like a StarCraft RPG. <laughs> Space, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it might. We um, could use those cool, cool uh, little miniature tokens we've got. There you go. Um... We also stream seven days a week on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Nsaku. We do a uh, comedy series called Two Guys, One Camera on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Nsaku. And we have a you know uh, updates to all the projects that we're doing on our website at financialfilms.com. And if you'd like to support us financially, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash fsfilms and support us there. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters, but especially thank you to our $25 tier, which is Antitonic and Chris Comfort. Addy Pie, unfortunately, had to drop his donation from 15 to 5 this month. He might bring it back up if he does, you know? Uh, but outside of that, thank you to everybody that supports us in any way. It's super appreciated, and in fact, I am later today, I am placing the order for lights uh, so that we can uh, put that Patreon money to good use. So thank you all very much for your donations. Thank you very much for supporting us. And thank you for listening to the Natch 20 Review. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.